Welcome back to another episode of Broken Silence Real Talk. You already know it's your girl, Christine. I am so grateful for all my listeners, and I really want to tell you guys that. Just starting out this podcast, I said, you know what? I got to put my dreams into play. And the fact that I've been able to reach listeners already in the United States and both Canada, that's really big for me. And it's very, I can't even say the word satisfying because I think that's the wrong word to use, but it humbles me and I am filled with gratitude for you guys. So I just want to say thank you to my listeners out there in Canada and the United States. And I appreciate every single one of you. The fact that my impact is being noticed because a lot of us have intentions but don't realize our impact. So the fact that you guys are actually listening to me out there, I respect it, I appreciate it, and I value each and every one of you. I've got a lot of questions, a lot of messages, texting, and DMs on Instagram. And I really want to take that time to sit down and answer them because, again, I I appreciate you guys. And I don't want anyone to think that I didn't get a chance or I didn't forget about you guys or this is just about my hustle and my grind. But this is the time to take out and show you guys appreciation. So a couple questions and a couple comments that I have. So this may take a while and I apologize, but I, I just chose a couple that really stood out to me. So the first question for me was, what was the thing that clicked to you that you weren't happy? Huh, that, <laughs> that's a really tough question for me because I don't know if there's any one specific thing that clicked for me. As a child, I wasn't happy. I've gone through trauma from the time I was six years old. And I was never happy then. So I grew up unhappy. So I didn't even know what it was to be happy. Because the times that I probably displayed happiness, I don't even remember. So for me, I can only identify what it is that I felt like, you know what, I'm I'm driving myself crazy. Or I'm allowing people to change my emotions to the point that I wanna that I just wanna lose my mind. I think I was, I I don't know how old I was. I was, what, 16 or 17 when I actually went to go see a therapist. That was the first time I went to go see a therapist. And it was a a male and he asked me one question. I remember he gave me a bag of Jolly Ranchers, the hard ones. And he was like, oh, I just wanted to give this to you to help you kind of get through the session or to make you comfortable. I said, sure, no problem. Thank you. And I love candy. So I was fine with that one. And the first question he ever asked me made me just break down. I start crying. And he asked me, what is it that you want to be? And I instantly started crying. And I said, I just want to be happy. And that moment, I will never forget issues of my life. I won't forget it. But I was still stuck in the streets and stuck with the low self-esteem and the gang culture that I didn't know how to get out. I, I didn't know what to do for myself, but I knew that, that at that moment, I 
wanted better for me. I just didn't know how. So I continued on that bad road, the negative road. But I started making small gains, very, very small gains to the point that nobody really noticed it, but I noticed it within myself. But for me, it was that moment in my life where a therapist had to ask me, what is it that you want to be? And I'm like happy and I'm just crying. So that that sticks with me. So I, I probably would say that was the turning point for me mentally and emotionally that I said I want to do better for myself. But that's not the point where my life actually turned around. That's the point where I recognize that I want my life to turn around. It took me a while after that to figure things out. But I'm proud of where I am and I'm proud of the struggles that I went through. <laughs> the next question that I that I got was uh, on my Instagram it was are you single and I thought I said this already in um, another one of my podcasts but I am single but I'm emotionally mentally unavailable and I say that because my heart still my heart still is I can't even say with my with my former partner because nobody Nobody owns my heart. I own my heart, but I still share my heart with my with my ex and him and I are very close. We're trying to reestablish that friendship and hey, if we get back together, we get back together. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that wouldn't be ideal for me. Of course it would. We have two we have two kids of our own and then combined we have a beautiful blended family together. So yeah, and I'm learning how to love me and do me and be happy with me. So I'm happy that I'm not in a relationship right now because I'm doing what I need to do for myself and he's doing what he needs to do for himself, for himself, whatever that may look like. Um, so I just think it's really important to be happy within yourself before you add yourself to anybody else or add value to anybody's life because if you can't see the full value of your own life, you can't add shit to anybody else's. And I firmly believe that. Like a lot of people are like, yeah, I don't want to go to the movies by myself or I don't want to go to the mall by myself. Man, that is the most peaceful thing I've ever done in my life. Go to the mall, do what I gotta do. I don't have somebody there sitting there standing there waiting. Christine, man, hurry up, man. I gotta go to the store. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. I don't have that. It's, it's, I'm at a peace of mind. I'm like in my own serenity. In a movie, I don't have someone talking beside me. I don't have someone like constantly opening up their phone and texting whoever because they're bored in the movie. It's just, it's for me. And I think that once we as, we as a society come together and love ourselves first, we can love our partners beyond a measure that you can even count. Because I think love is important and a lot, but if there's no self-love, there's no partner love. And I firmly believe that. <laughs> Aw, I got a comment from somebody saying, I love your podcast. <laughs> Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I'm trying. You know, I'm still still learning the avenues on how to, how it works and stuff like that. But this is my dream. This is what I wanted to do. 
Um, I've always wanted to be a motivational speaker, and that's the avenue that I'm going down. Um, I'm an author. I'm a youth advocate. I'm a child and youth counselor for a Toronto District School Board. So thank you again. It means a lot to me that you love the podcast. I'm trying to love it myself. Uh, there's a lot of time I'm recording an episode where I don't even hit I don't even hit replay. Like I don't want to hear my voice. <laughs> Just want it to go out because I think when we're trying to do something with um, we're trying to do something that we feel is you know on our right path. I think we tend to criticize ourselves so much more than we should. So I don't want to go back over and critique myself to a point where I'm like, oh, no, this isn't good enough to put out. People won't listen to this. People won't like that. So I think it's really good that I just, you know, I press record or do what I got to do. And I click publish because there's a reason why I called it broken silence, real talk, you know, um, the real talk pieces, I want you guys to hear the, the mess ups and the and the laughs and the silence and like, oh, because sometimes we lose our thoughts, our thought process sometimes. So I the fact that you guys can hear that and is real talk to me. It's not fake. It's not edited. It's just real. And I think being real is the greatest thing ever because I always say, Raw reality, you know, there's there's many quotes out there, many memes out there, you know, but I firmly believe raw reality creates real art, you know, because if you can't be raw with yourself and real with yourself, what else are you going to do, you know, but again, thank you very much, you love that, you love my podcast, I'm loving it myself, and I'm, I'm enjoying it, I'm getting more comfortable with it, kind of just, you know, with the flow and stuff, so Thank you. That means a lot. And I hope that you continue to listen. Uh, someone had asked me. Sorry, it's taking a moment to read this. What's your story? <laughs> My story is a really tough one. Um, it's a very long one. Some people would refer to me as the epitome of the woman who wasn't supposed to make it, man. I'm, there's a lot of people like Christine. I thought you'd be in jail. I thought you'd be dead right now. And when they say that to me, it's it's empowering to me. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, fuck, like, you're thinking about the shit that you've gone through in your life. Like, no, I'm thinking about what I've, what I've pushed through. So my story, briefly, is... Where should I start? I'm adopted by my family. Um, I've always known that I was adopted. Um, my adopted parents are really my grand uncle and grand aunt. So my biological mom is my adopted dad's niece, which makes me his grandniece. So sorry if you couldn't really keep up with that. I still get complicated. I still get it mixed up, sorry, when I'm describing it to people. So I hope I said it slow enough. Uh, my parents separated when I was like, I don't know, six, eight. There's some things 
that I remember, and I couldn't even tell you if it's real or it was a dream. I just know that it's stuck in my mind, and it it has caused me trauma. Uh, I've been in a, in and out of jail my teenage my teenage years and early adulthood. Um, what can I say? I was rebellious. Would listen to anybody. Um, and for my listeners out there, I'm trying not to go. I purposely tried not to go too in depth uh, because I'm actually writing a book, and it's being it's going to be released early in 2020, next of next year. It's going to be called Hidden Truths, Broken Silence, where it's a memoir of my life, and it it gives me. I wanted to give my my audience inspiration. You know, I've been raped. Uh, I've been gang raped. I've been molested. I've been in jail. I've gone through a divorce between my parents. Um, had an abortion. Had a miscarriage. Had to bury a child. Have my own children. Um, physical, emotional abuse, toxic really Like, it's if you could probably think about it, I've probably gone through it. And I've been the whole drug thing, whole stripping thing, escorting. I name it, I've probably been there. And my book that's coming out gives you a detailed light to my story. And I want my story to touch the lives of others because a lot of people feel scared and there's a reason why I called it hidden truths broken silence and broken silence is my brand because I want to break the silence within people I want them to come forward I want them to stop feeling enslaved by other people who have done them wrong and who feel that they have power over them I want people to stand up and take a stance for themselves because I'm tired of seeing these youth um, young adults out here, and people are stereotyping them and saying that they're not going to go anywhere in life and all that. When in reality, they're suffering trauma from the adults that we're supposed to look up, look up to, such as educators, our our mothers, our fathers, our uncles and brothers and cousins, our priests, our priests and pastors. Those are people that we're all supposed to look up to for mentoring. And sometimes those are the people who hurt us the most. So I think that I feel, sorry, I should change what I say. I feel that it's time for people to stand up and take a stance and be who they are. Um, so yeah, Hidden Truths, Broken Silence is going to be coming out soon and that will be that will, I'll put up the release date in another podcast closer to the date. I'll give you guys a chance to come out uh, to my book signing and stuff like that. Uh, someone has asked me if I've given up on love. Nope. I've not given up on love. I think love is, love is real. Love is pure. Love is honest. You know, love is patient. All that stuff. You know, you know the saying, love is patient, love is kind, all that stuff. Uh, I haven't given up on love at all, and because I have three beautiful kids, you know, who I love dearly, and I would never give up on them. 
ever. And for me, whoever the higher above has in my life as my partner, I accept fully because I think the world needs more love and compassion. So no, I've not given up on love. Um, oh, how, how old are your children? I have a 10 year old boy, his name is Akil. I have a four year old, his name's Michael. And I have a six month old, her name is Ava. Interesting. Maybe I should tell you guys more about my kids in another podcast. Uh, those are some of the, just the questions and comments that I received recently. And I really wanted to, again, say thank you very much to my audience, to my listeners. Um, and if you guys ever want to reach out and just comment, or if you guys are going through something and sometimes you just need upliftment, text me. Uh, again, my number is 437-488-4871 or DM me on Instagram, uh, Impact Over Intention. My Facebook is Broken Silence or Silence is Not Meaningless. I'm here for you. And I want you guys to know that. I think we as a society need to pull together and support one another. Not just put things out to inspire, but make that connection. Because I always tell people a connection is greater than a response. So again, if you ever just need someone to just talk to, something's going on, message me. I'll, I'll, I'll message back. It may not be right away, but I will message back. My number is 437-488-4871. I just want you guys to know, be a success story. And time is just an illusion. Go out and get it and create your own. I want you guys to own it. This is Christine. Another episode of Broken Silence Real Talk. I'll see you guys on Monday morning.